You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, November 13th, 2023. This is Arie O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Conflict in the northern border. A short time ago, alarms were sounded in Tzfat and settlements of the Upper Galilee, as well as in the area of Akko and Kiryat Bialik near Haifa, due to a suspected infiltration of hostile aircraft from Lebanon, rockets and missiles. Earlier, Hezbollah fired anti-tank missiles at an IDF outpost in the Shatula area of the Galilee and at the of the Tua. Fire. Mortar rounds were fired near Margaliot, sending the residents of the area there to seek shelter. Most of the residents in the towns and villages on the northern border have been evacuated as Iranian-backed Hezbollah intensifies its attempts to strike at Israel in its support for Hamas. Following yesterday's multiple incidents on the northern border that left over 20 casualties, IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari stressed that although the army is now focused on Gaza, the IDF was also poised in the northern front at a high state of readiness. He said Israel held Hezbollah and the government of Lebanon responsible for every shooting that carried out from Lebanon. The citizens of Lebanon will pay the price for this lawlessness and of Hezbollah's decision to be the shield of ISIS, he said. The IDF spokesman said that the military has plans of action to change the security situation in the north so that the residents of the North feel safe to return to their homes. Meanwhile, the IDF is intensifying its attack on the Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Air Force and ground forces have carried out 4,300 strikes, including against hundreds of anti-tank launching positions and about 300 tunnel shafts. IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari said forces have struck some 3,000 terrorist infrastructures, many inside of booby-trapped buildings, and including hundreds of Hamas command and control centers. He said that the forces continue to hunt down the leadership of Hamas and attack it. We will reach everyone, Hagari said. The IDF has also struck targets in Khan Yunus, where Hamas terrorists have an extensive presence. The IDF spokesman in Arabic has again called on residents of the northern Gaza Strip to move south through the Salah Street Safe Corridor. The safe passage will remain open until 4 o'clock this afternoon. The Egyptian-run Rafah crossing is to be open today for the exit of wounded and of foreign citizens and the entry of supply trucks. The IDF is also closing in on Shafi Hospital, which it says is the underground main command headquarters for Hamas. Reuters reports that an Israeli tank has already reached the gates of the hospital compound. The 27 European Union nations have jointly condemned Hamas for what they describe as the use of hospitals and civilians as human shields in the war against Israel. EU Foreign Affairs Chief Joseph Borrell announced this condemnation, but at the same time, he called for Israel to display, quote, maximum restraint against targeting in order to avoid human casualties. The IDF has released the name of two fighters in the commando formation who fell in battle overnight in the northern Gaza Strip. Major Issachar Natan, 28 years old, from Kiryat Malachi, and First Sergeant Itai Shema, 21 years old, from Rosh Ayin. Michal Herzog, the wife of President Herzog, told Khan that her son has been called up and is currently serving in Gaza. She said they haven't heard from him in some time. She also said that the abductees are at the top of the agenda of the state and the president, and all efforts are being made to get them released. Cautious optimism in Israel regarding the chances of success of a deal to release the hostages. A source close to the matter told Khan Suleiman Wasadeh that progress is being made as the days go by. 
Hamas demands a lull in, of a few days in the fighting and the entry of fuel into the Gaza Strip and the release of security prisoners. If the deal goes through, it will be done in several strokes. U.S. President Joe Biden's advisor, Brett McKirk, will arrive in Israel the day after tomorrow to promote the contacts. Minister Benny Gantz, chairman of the National Unity Party, has spoken out against the calls to replace Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu while the war is still going on. According to Khan's reporter, Zev Khan, Gantz said that you do not switch prime ministers during a war. Discussing the replacement of the prime minister right now is, quote, nothing less than hallucinatory. In Britain, Prime Minister Rashik Sunak reshuffled his cabinet, firing Home Secretary Suela Braverman, who drew anger for accusing policies of being too lenient with pro-Palestinian protesters. She was being replaced by Foreign Secretary James Cleverly. Former Prime Minister David Cameron has been brought back to now serve as Britain's Foreign Secretary. Sports Israel's national team lost last night to Kosovo 0-1 as part of the qualifiers for the European Championship. Israel is now ranked third at home after Romania and Switzerland. The team will play on Wednesday against Switzerland and on Saturday against Romania. Both games will be broadcast live on channel Khan 11. Taking a look at the weather and cooler temperatures and rain is forecast from tonight spreading from the north to the center of the country. Isolated thundershowers are expected. Tomorrow, much colder with scattered rain. Flood warnings are in effect for streams in the south and the east. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.